three of the Sarah Rose podcast. My name is Sarah Rose and I am honestly delighted to have the gorgeous Tracy Connolly as my second guest. She's absolutely fabulous. I'm looking at her now. She's even more <laughs> stunning in person. Let me tell you, I'm nervous. But um, we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about some bullying that we've both experienced. We're talking about leaving cert and then we have some things going on in Tracy's life that we're going to talk about that are really, really exciting. So Tracy, do you want to introduce yourself? Hey guys. Hey Sarah. Uh, thank you for that lovely introduction. That was very nice. So I guess I'm an online coach. I am in the fitness industry almost three years now. So I studied in UL. I did my two-year degree in UL. I did personal training and strength, strength and conditioning. From there, I was a PT and then COVID hit. So I moved my business online. And when I did that, it honestly just took off. Like the whole, yeah. it was it was crazy. It was mad, the transition. But from, I guess, day to day, I, I did do a bit of Instagram. And I just try spread, I suppose, a positive message and be yeah. as authentic as I can. So... And do you know what you absolutely do? Like, as in, I remember when you started going on like, sorry, Bear is. <laughs> yeah, guys, Bear is literally cuddling into Sarah, trying to get up onto her lap. Come on, baby. Come on. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Lads, Bear is so cute. <laughs> oh, he actually just wants to come over to you. Yeah, oh, he's, oh, sorry, guys, if you can hear it. Muffling Bear is up onto me. Okay, now. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I remember when you started talking online as a PT and obviously I'm from Limerick as well, so I was just like, I just heard that there was this unreal looking girl with <laughs> a PT and whatever. Um, and I went on your page, I was like, oh yeah, fabulous, want to look like her, want to give her a follow. <laughs> like, she definitely could teach me a thing or two. <laughs> Bear's trying to get sorry. This is also a podcast with Bear Colophy, by the way. Bear is trying to have an input. <laughs> really sorry. He's He wants to go up onto the desk. I'm going to put him down here. Come on. Sorry, guys. What they would say, oh yeah. And then I remember you started talking about like therapy and you started talking about Gabrielle. And I started going mm-hmm. to Gabrielle a few months later, which is how you and me met each other. Yes. We were in the women's groups together, which to be honest, I actually don't know how I would have gotten through the first three months this year without Gabrielle. I was the exact same. Like, honestly, it was just having people to talk to. Was it every yeah. Thursday? Just yeah. everyone had had a similar mindset, and you know it was just like we could all kind of be a collective, a group yeah. together, and just have that support system yeah. while we were going through such a, an unusual time. So yeah, it was really nice. It, I, I honestly used to like live for two and a half hours. Yeah. Each time. <laughs> I, at the end, I was like, oh, we don't have to go. I home. know it was so nice. It actually was. I actually remember the first time I talked to you. We were in our little like pair, and I yeah. just knew that week we were going to be paired up. I was like, I definitely would try to do this. So thing. funny, like, isn't it? We'd go into these little groups, so we'd go into we'd go into a little chat room together and we'd have a task to do so I, I can't remember what ours was but I just remember being like this girl is so cool oh stop yeah <laughs> I don't know about that now but I asked you know I remember oh it was like what do you want from life and I remember I was like I just want to be happy and you're yeah. like do you know what same yeah I do I, yeah it's literally just happiness it's isn't it happiness. it's all we want <laughs> that's all we want <laughs> so yeah yeah. That's what the podcast is about, finding happiness, guys. Yeah. Um, it actually kind of is, to be honest. Like, so the first thing we're going to talk about is bullying. Um, so I've been bullied and Tracy's been bullied in different ways, all when we were way younger. So like, anyone who's been listening, if they the people involved, we're not even, like, yeah. you're forgiven. Like, it's so far yeah. in the past. Like, that's yeah. not even what's, <laughs> we're both not here, like, still crying about being bullied. But it's it just thought it'd be a really, like, helpful thing to, thing to talk about. Mm. you know share experiences but like from the perspective of 
what what we went through a little bit, but what did it teach us? Yes. Um, because you've obviously someone who's flour- flourished and like obviously everyone goes through their, their mm-hmm. own thing. Yeah. But you know, you're someone who's gone on to achieve a lot in a short period of time. I've gone on to achieve whatever I've achieved in my life. You've achieved so much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on. But like, do you know, so there's a lot to be learned there because I think experience like that can either turn you into a victim and you can be a victim for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. and you can carry on those beliefs for the rest of your life or you can be like no this happened to me that's fine that's sad but I'm going to learn from it I'm going to grow from it I'm going to be going to use it as fuel to like Mm. push me into a better version of myself absolutely which I think we both have successfully done so I I hope that we have this little chat that anyone who's feeling bullied or even if it's not that extreme if you're feeling kind of left out in life Mm -hmm. that you or just struggling a little bit you might hear this and yeah that's the first time I think there's comfort in knowing that someone else has has gone through something else you know when you hear someone speak and you're like oh my god I can really relate to that yeah it's just it's comforting it's like okay I'm not alone I think being felt like you're the only one going through something and you're like how the heck am I going to get out of this it's very difficult when you're in the situation so when someone I suppose like we're opening up the conversation it's just it's just comforting for some people absolutely because I was actually reading something about bullying and it was that many people never fully address it and mm. even though, like, you know, I was 11, you yeah. know, as a child, yeah. you were a teenager, you were barely out of childhood into being a teenager, mm. people carry bullying for years. Yeah. Some adults never forget it, and then all of a sudden their children are being bullied, and it comes That's back up. Like, do you know what I mean? So it is actually important to have these, yeah. it might seem trivial to have this conversation as an adult, but I actually think it's very important. Yeah. And bullying can happen at all stages of life, it can happen in the workplace. Absolutely. Same things yeah. kind of apply. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think we've both gone through the process of healing from it. Obviously, we were both in therapy for, what, over a year and a half now. Yeah. So it's it's like we've we've come out the other end and we've actually healed from it, whereas others might still carry it with them. And it's like they, they might be triggered by something and it's Absolutely. like, oh my God, what's that from? And it's like, you don't know until you dig deep and actually, feel it Absolutely. and just get it out so yeah so I, and you know as well though people could, it could still be affecting their self-esteem people mm-hmm. still might not be that's what I mean yeah, yeah. exactly and I think I it would have not that the, the bullying would but certain things in life that included would I wouldn't be anywhere where I am now if I yeah. had not gone to therapy and still carried that with me because I would have had those limiting beliefs being like oh I'm not good enough no one's gonna listen and it's like you know these reoccurring thoughts and it's like if you actually just do the work you will realize that it doesn't define you and you can you can come out the other side absolutely okay Okay. so so Tracy do you want to share a little bit about the bullying you went through so yeah so I suppose just to start off this is all water underneath the bridge with everyone involved um it was when I had transitioned from secondary school sorry from primary school to secondary school so I had the primary the sorry the secondary school that I went to I went alone no one from my primary school had went so I was going into this new school other side of town completely by myself and I guess it started a few months in so I had formed a friendship group and exclusion started happening so again we had a little chat earlier you know when clicks start happening and there's yeah. the popular group and there's the, the popular guys and you know yeah. all these clicks start forming and people start finding their feet and finding their groups and yeah. I thought I had found my group and slowly I just started getting excluded from things and being left out and kind of being isolated yeah. and I think I just I didn't understand why it was like why the heck is this happening and I couldn't even say I think at the time it was like oh I'm not being bullied like there's nothing it's not like a, a physical bullying where you're you know 
pushing someone against a locker or something like it's it was psychological but at, at the time I didn't understand I was like oh my god what's going on so I remember I, I was crying to my mom and I was like I want to move school and she was like what the heck is going on so she actually approached the school and even when I was pulled into the office it was like I didn't even know what to say to them it's like oh I wasn't invited to a birthday party and they're like yeah. you know so I think just being aware at that age even for moms and like kids starting secondary school just kind of let them know that like people everyone's going through stuff and yeah. everyone's trying to figure themselves out but just be aware of forming cliques and like girl groups and but you know what as well when you're that age is like if somebody walked somewhere and you were the person standing behind the group that would devastate you yeah you have to put yourself back into what it feels like to be 12 13 14 15 mm. not being invited to party party that's your work that's earth shattering yeah As a <laughs> yeah whatever like you wouldn't cares. give a shit you yeah give a shit, but like yeah. when you're that's everything then yeah they take pictures and they're chatting about it the next day and you're that's it. From that too, yeah and it's like it's so much more it, mm. the small things are huge things yeah even if they seem small even someone just walking by themselves even someone being the only in a bus if you're going on a trip yeah. and everyone's in a pair and you're the only one in a seat by yourself Literally. that's alarm signs mm-hmm. but as an adult you, uh, you might yeah. even want to sit by yourself oh, like, I hope headphones <laughs> in see ya but yeah. yeah that's it when you're like 12, 13 and you're excluded it's honestly it's so yeah it really is and I remember a guy rang me when when it had came out that like I had my mom had gone to the school and he was like well you're not being bullied what is what are you talking about and I was like look I, I, I know you don't understand but like I am and he yeah. was like but you're not like no one's doing anything to you and I remember this phone call I was in the shop across from you know when you're just freeze yeah I was like oh my god like yeah. it was honestly the worst thing of all time and no one understood because I what no one was doing anything like that I could you know say yeah, oh rude, yeah like, or yeah. you did this or you know they and yeah. at that age I didn't even have the words to describe what I was feeling yeah but like it was so obvious that I was being left out and being excluded yeah. you know so I'm like, yeah, I'd love to find her, but girls, no. If there's girls, yeah. you know exactly. What, if there's lads, he might still be confused. Girls, no. Yeah. It's okay, we're not going to find Tracy. Or like, yeah. it's like, okay, she's coming. You sit there, so she can't sit there. It's mm. that kind of... Literally, yeah. It, it, is, yeah. it is psychological warfare. It is. And lads, just so you know, women know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And lads like, oh, I just, whatever. Like, women know. And they women. use them against you too. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, it is the thing. And I think it's actually... In a way, that's actually worse in secondary school, I think, than primary school. Mm. Because secondary school is where you're figuring out, like you said, your place in the world. You're figuring yeah. out where you stand in the hierarchy, in the social structures. You're starting to wonder, oh, do they like me? Do boys like me? Da, 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 da. Like, you're going through all yeah. that at the same time. I think it's that little bit more devastating. Mm-hmm. I, I do, and especially, like, we were just kind of coming on social media. So we were just coming yes. onto the Facebook. We were just coming off the beat, like onto the bingo, like. <laughs> so there was a little bit of the social, like it's mad to think now that that's obviously. But well, we used to have that, like. Yeah. Much. Um, but when I was when I was bullied, it was like in in fifth class, and it was it was definitely it was the same as yours in the fact that it was like that girly like exclusion type stuff, okay. like um. But it was it was more deliberate bullying. Like okay. they made a conscious decision. I don't, well, I don't know. Probably, probably your girls in your situation probably did as well, but they're like, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. we're going to yeah. suit Sarah. Like we're going to do this to Sarah, whatever it was. Um, and I suppose I've grown up by lads, so I didn't understand that either. And I was never a shy child. So like, if someone was excluding me, I'd probably be like, why are you excluding me? Like, what yeah. are you doing? And then they'd burst out crying. And then I'd oh. be like, why are you crying? Like you're the one who just left me. Yeah. And I should be crying, but I'd be like yeah. frustrated or whatever. And yeah, I went down for a year. It really affected me. Like, I remember, 
oh it's gonna be so sad I wrote, I wrote a letter to Santa in oh. fifth class and I was like all I want for Christmas is a best friend no Sarah <laughs> stop no yeah, no friends like, oh, oh girl yeah I remember I was like just get me a dog or something so I'm a best friend oh no um, but I remember like sitting in the car as well and I didn't tell my parents yeah until it was over they didn't know okay. at all I was wow. like I just was like I was gonna yeah toughen up okay because the big thing in my life my and I actually think it's great advice you know my mother was always like to me don't let them see you cry okay like not don't cry like yeah. come home you deal with it but you know you yeah. go in there you you walk in there with your shoulders back your head held high you look them in the eyes okay you know don't let anybody like try push you down yeah that's and I think that was what I did. I was like, right, so okay, yeah. gotta. That's really good advice because that comes across in you today. Like I was saying yeah. to you earlier, you come across as such a strong woman and sure of yourself. It's like yeah. you know who you are, which I think is really, it's really cool. But I don't always. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's just it's like like so that was obviously a really tough time. So what I did actually, I remember how it came out was I remember one night I went into the live or into the bathroom mm. and I literally cut off all my hair. <gasps> I had really long hair and I cut it off and I think that was kind of just after voting my mom knew something was wrong. Okay. So like how I respond to difficult situations is with confidence, but on the inside I crumbled. So yes. like you know, you know I kind of worked from the out. Some people work from the inside out. I work from the outside in. Yeah, I'm inside out. You're inside out. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I used to be like, well, I already feel so horrific. Mm. I'm not going to let also people treat me badly. And then I'm going to I'm gonna feel worse. Yeah. So, it's more of, like, like a defense mechanism. Okay. In a way. Like I wish I was like that. Because <laughs> I almost, I'm like, I'll break down, but I, I need I need support. I need people there to help yeah. me. So, like, I'll be like, same with Instagram. I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. my life is a mess. But it, that's my way of coping with it. Which I yeah. which I heard, I heard a girl say recently that that is her weak. Like, she would never, same as yourself, yeah. would never let someone see yeah. that you are strong struggling and I'm like that's so funny because I'm the total opposite yeah yeah and and that's my weakness too like letting in people or being vulnerable I even got doesn't seem that now now I'm starting to probably yeah. talking about <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah this girl has no problem yeah. being vulnerable but like it was a process okay so the reverse process or whatever yeah um so yeah that was my story but what did you learn from being bullied how did you take that experience what what are the lessons that learned you about life when you were like 12 13 14 that mm. you were going through this at some stage it stopped so okay. at some stage you must have found your friends or found your feet or yeah. found your group and you came out of that experience and obviously it took you a long time you had to still go to therapy and deal with it but mm-hmm. it, you know how did you use that to become who you are now so to be honest I'm not gonna lie like all of secondary school was a bit of a struggle like I never fully felt like I fit in like yeah. ever I just never had like a really solid friend group um which I don't know why like I think do you know what it was I think I just was so unsure of myself yeah. that I could never just stand my ground and say okay this is this is how I feel like I always kind of just let it slide and I for that I never fully was able to stand up for myself and like like be like okay you know these are my friends. So when I left school, it was, I, I remember going through school. I, I always remember being like, why did I do this? Why did I do that? Like I'd always try to change things that I did. And I'd look yeah. back at situations and I'd dwell on them so much and be like, oh, if I did this, this person would want to be my friend. Yeah. And I would always try to change the way I was. Yeah. Then when I left school, I kind of, I had my core group of friends. So I had my two best friends, again, from school that I'm still so, so close with, um, Evan and Sive. And I am so extremely close. If I didn't have them like that going yeah. through school, I don't know what I would have done because yeah. they were honestly just incredible. But they're still my two best friends now, but I did kind of go from girl group to girl, girl group kind of thing. 
And then when I left school, I was like, because I would, I'd kind of been independent yeah. all, all the time. It was like, okay, it kind of gave me, it opened up this space for me to just be like, okay, what do I want to do? Okay. And it almost, now looking back at it, I'm like, okay, I wouldn't be where I am today if I had a girl group because I feel like with girl groups, it can get a bit gossipy. Yeah. And you kind of get sucked in and then yeah. you're like, oh my God. And you know where you're kind of not bitching, but like you just talk and like, it's like, I wouldn't be where I am if I was hearing that all the time because Absolutely. I'd be like, why that's what people are going to say about me. I don't hear any of that stuff. People probably do yeah. say it about me, but I, for, for the last five years, I haven't heard any bitchiness. I haven't been involved in situations where there's been like gossip or like, oh, do you hear, do you see what this one did? Yeah. I'm just not in those situations. So it's allowed me to kind of be like, okay, you know, clear that out, clear out that noise yeah. and just fucking go for it. Yeah. And that it has allowed me to do that so because I never formed a really solid big group of girls yeah I feel like I'm now I'm just like okay I can I can do my thing does that make sense absolutely it absolutely does because what you're saying is basically you had you cut out by what the circumstance of how things happened for you cut out all the neck there was no Mm -hmm. negative influence yeah there was no outside influence to your internal world other than your two friends who were fabulous and only yes. filled you with positives. Absolutely, yeah. So when you, so you never had that, oh, would you see this? And she posted that. Yeah. I totally get that. I mean, no, my friends don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually very, very lucky. Like we often sit in a group, friend group, we like, geez, we're very lucky that we're. Yeah, but that's, and that's fantastic. You know, yeah. that's what, that's the, that's the kind of group you need. It, it is, but like you don't need, like, but you really only need one person. You but do, I actually yeah. think it's good that you literally put, it's like you put headphones on yeah. and cancel out the noise. Mm. And then like, look at you like you literally start putting yourself I don't know when you start putting yourself on are you 21 22 mm, yeah 21 yeah. 21 yeah so like for two years now and look at the business you've grown mm. it actually just shows the if you don't listen to negative negatively yeah it shows the impact not having gossip around you has in your life it really you are does. literally the poster child yeah. for like this is what you how fast you can grow how much you can yeah. achieve things that can happen when you don't feed into negativity, feed into gossip. Yeah. And when you just put yourself in a little bubble, be like, what do I want? What do I like? What will I do? You don't even hear the... You Absolutely. You only feel with the confidence and the, yeah, why yeah. not? And it just shows that all that stuff is just noise and it's just distraction it and it's blocked. Yeah. Um, it, re- it absolutely is like I have to this day I have my two best friends fr- sorry my three best friends my two best friends from school and then one other best friend yeah. and they I, I go to them for different things I'll go to Sai when I want to laugh Evan when I need to have a cry and Kylie yeah. will be like business talk yeah. so like I have my three core people who I'm like these are my people and that's all I need and I have my yeah. boyfriend I have my family who are so supportive yeah. and I just don't have that group where it's like you know yeah. just like just gossip and like all you know that people probably don't even mean but it's just it has an effect it, it does. does and it, even you might subconsciously you might not even realize that it has an effect but it, i know since since i was out of that circle it's not out of the circle but out of out, environment. Of, out of school let's say yeah. it was no one in particular but it's just you know at lunch table and you'd be like oh do you see this do you see that yeah. like whatever it was no one in particular but just since i got away from that and i was i had to stand on my own two feet i was yeah. like it gave me the space to just yeah. do what i want to do it's like your little flower and then yeah you, the shade was taken away and then exactly yeah <laughs> so yeah and i and as well i worked on myself i'm not saying yeah. i was ever perfect like i absolutely wasn't yeah and it's only now that i can look back and be like yeah i know myself now like i didn't know myself then yeah. which probably got me sucked into like gossiping and all that stuff as well yeah. when you don't know yourself it's like Absolutely oh you not. know oh my God, so it wasn't anyone else it was me included but you know when you when when I step away and look back now I'm like that's why that happened at the time um and I think I have like I have a list of what I 
when if there's someone here or a parent or someone going through bullying and you've touched on a lot of the points i'm going to call out in a minute for mm -hmm. how to grow and thrive under those circumstances but like i just want to say as well it's so important like when i was bullied i went into secondary school and i said right i'm going to find my people because mm -hmm. what i learned um was friendship i had a friend and even though i was being bullied by the popular girls they were like you know they were like if you leave sarah if you stop being her friend you can be our friend and she's by herself, like, mm -hmm. fix Sarah. Yeah. And Roisin, shout out Roisin, she's an absolutely amazing person. <laughs> um, Roisin was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And by doing that, she did two things. One, she picked me over them. Mm -hmm. um, and two, she made herself be a target for bullying too, possibly. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget that because she chose being my friend over being with the cool group in primary school. And that taught me loyalty and it taught me friendship. And those are very, very important things to learn very young yeah and they are very vital when it comes to avoiding bullying or avoiding being around bad influences when you learn the lesson of who you have around you is vital and then i remember going into secondary school being like i'm going to find my people i'm going to surround myself with people yeah. who don't have this bit of nastiness exclusion i don't want to i don't want to walk into school every day wondering there's a person who's my friend yesterday still going to be my friend today yeah. i don't want to have that feeling of walking around eggshells around my friends i want to find people who are just good crap mm -hmm. just want to have a laugh yeah and just like you know whatever and like so i went to sex school and i found my group of friends um <laughs> you know who we are girls i'm not about them we're some friends today but we're very I, we're very lucky um and i'm also very grateful for being bullied in a way because not that i think i would have turned into a bully but mm. i think it teaches you a lot of empathy and compassion yes. very young I was a much nicer, kinder person after being bullied than I was before. Yes, exact same. I always, no matter the, no matter what circumstance I'm in, I'll always have compassion and empathy for other people. I'll always be so kind. Like, I'll never yeah. be rude to anyone. Just yeah. because you simply don't know what's going on. No, no. and consider it. Mm -hmm. Of other people's feelings. Like, you yeah. know now. Like, if I'm in a group, I'm very aware of if someone's not standing on the outside, if someone's, like, being yeah. left out, and you're yeah. probably the same. Exact same. You're like, I don't want to... Yes. I don't want... That, that, that to feel how I felt yeah, at that time. Yeah, literally. And it can make you It can make you a better person being bullied, or it can make you a better person. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So those are the two things. But anyways, um, but I was very lucky in my girl group. My friends, I actually can't think of a time we ever really bitched about anyone for no reason, other than, like, Amazing. oh, this happened, and it's just, like, oh. But, like... I was so blessed with my friends. They're literally like the opposite. They're like, we yeah. talk about girls in the group chat. We're like, she's stolen. She's amazing. literally this. Or we hear a rumor about someone. We're like, that probably isn't, isn't true. They're true. probably, yeah. We're just that energy and vibe and always have been. And, but isn't that amazing? Like even with the women's group that Gabrielle does, yeah. you can feel the energy when people are being positive and you're in a group of women who are talking about their goals, who are yeah. healing, who are doing the work, who are putting in the groundwork and they're yeah. coming out the other side. And it's like the, the energy and how you view the world and view people is so different. And it's yeah. like, you don't feel like you have to gossip or like, no. and even when you do gossip, you do ever feel good about it. It's no. Like, oh, like, ew, like, it's just, I just can't, I just can't do it. Like, imagine now if I came into you here today and I started bitching gossip, you'd probably been like, uh, sorry, hey, turn around, <laughs> walk back out the door. Yeah, I just, I would even, yeah, oh, you, I just don't have time for it, I really don't, no, I just can't. So, it wouldn't. and if I did hear something awful, I was like, isn't that awful? Would someone ever do this? For, like, yeah, it's a different energy, and I think that when women move away from 
the space they were in into this new space, which I think there is a change. I do uh, yeah, change. I think so too. I think that really, really powerful yeah. things happen. It, they do. And you yeah. can just go go after your goals as well. Like it's not like you're going to be like, oh, what's my friend thinking about yeah. this? You know, like your friend should be supporting you and telling you to go for it and fucking do it and like yeah. back you. Yeah. So yeah, I think when you're in that space, it's so different. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about just kind of, We've touched on them, but I'm going to run through them because I've, I've been written down here and I want to get my thoughts straight. Because um, if someone's sitting here and they're being bullied, they're like, yeah, but what are the steps? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do I need to do? Okay. So, number one, I would say is acknowledge and accept what's happening. Mm-hmm. Don't, some people never accept that they were bullied or what's going on. You have to acknowledge your grounds. Like, this is the situation I'm in now. Yeah. I think that's always step one with any situation that happens to you in life. And the second thing is that, okay, life isn't fair, okay? Bullying happens. Um, no one deserves it awful things happen every day and no one deserves it mm-hmm. um, and I think you know obviously with schools and everything schools have a measure of responsibility to try help especially now I'm not really talking about like the real awful physical stuff like I mean obviously like I don't have experience with like someone kicking the shit out of me yeah things like that but you know bullying can happen but for the bullying like this it's very hard I have a lot of sympathy for schools how how can they stop it like yeah there's things they can do and there's things they can't and then especially with social media you know, the school can't police social... It's yeah. tough. So I think, what can you do? You know, there's things people older can do, but you really have to take responsibility for what you can do in this situation. One, accepting it, realising life isn't fair, but you do not need to be a victim of this situation. Mm-hmm. Life can throw anything at you. What you need to focus on now is making yourself a stronger per, a stronger person. Yeah. So these things don't destroy you when they happen. And mm-hmm. to do that, there's a certain amount of skills you need to acquire. So to help you control the situation you're in, respond to it and overcome it. Um, one thing to remember about bullies is that they will say or do anything they think is going to keep you down. Mm-hmm. They're going to, if they know you have a weakness, they're going to exploit it. And people, I feel, are bullied over two reasons. They're bullied because there's someone that someone else is jealous of yeah. or they're bullied because they're the easy target for yeah. other people to feel better about and themselves. just to add as well, like if someone's bullied, hurt people hurt people, like yeah. that bully is hurting like you don't go around bullying someone if you're happy and life is great and you've no. everything going for you. Like that person is hurting yeah. and they have internal shit that they need to deal with. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's like why therapy is so great because you have to take ownership of your own shit. It's like, yeah, I'm fucking hurt, but I can't go around throwing this at people like, you yes. know, and fucking making other people hurt. And then it's like a continuous cycle. Like, yeah, you need to take responsibility. Not saying, th- sorry, I'm saying a bully needs to take responsibility yeah. for what is going on yeah. internally. It's, it's not a get out of jail free card. The fact that yeah. you have a tough life, everyone has a tough life. Yeah, everyone has their own things at different points. Yeah, and yes, it's it like that. Things aren't fair, but that does not give you the liberty to go around bullying people. <laughs> and if you're the victim of bullying, that is awful, and you do not deserve to be bullied. But yeah. if you are being bullied. You need to learn how to deal with it because bullies are everywhere. They'll be your boss. Mm. And once you leave school, they'll be your boss. They could be someone you can't avoid. They could be a family member. They could be mother-in-law. You never know. Yeah. So you really need all you can control is how you respond to it and how you grow from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but a por- important thing, I think, when you're really young is to remember that whatever they're saying or doing isn't true. The fact that they're excluding you doesn't mean that you're not lovable. Yes. Doesn't mean that you're not funny. Doesn't mean that you're not a good friend or yes. interesting. You know what I mean? So true. Absolutely. 
how I did as well as I journaled a lot as a young person I go in and out journaling sorry I wish I had your tools when I was this oh. age like I was honestly like oh my god what the fuck like if if I'd known what I knew now back then it yeah. would have been so different but I yeah. just didn't have any of these skills yeah like I was totally like a victim like I just but I didn't know being a victim you know it yeah. was like I just didn't know like I was like fuck I'm I'm in the wrong you know I know you seem to have handled it very well I did I handled it well but I'm gonna have to give shout out to my mom I know my mom yeah. I am I am we have two very strong women my mother and my grandmother and I mom. love that they are and they're very like they're like don't let life make you a victim oh. like you hold your head up high you walk in yes. and you cry like <laughs> that was the thing I got so when I was bullied I was like right okay yeah okay what do I gotta do like you know when the going yeah. gets tough get tough get good I was yeah like, okay I was like I don't want to feel worse, so I need to see. I need to being a strong woman, it's literally in your DNA. <laughs> it is. You can sense it from you a mile off. I literally was speaking to the girls about this. The treatment, like she's so like she just holds herself as like such a powerful, oh, like really independent is. woman. You do though, honestly, you really do. I'm getting right here now. I'm trying to get through these points. Okay. Woo, but thanks, no trace. And I do feel that we're. I would look at you as a very strong, confident woman, but we're just two different women and confidence looks different and everyone. It does, doesn't it? Your, yeah. Yours is a much more quiet CD because there's things you've yeah. done. I, I, at 21, would I have put God on it? Never. <laughs> at, at 21, would I have hope I have a business? Never. Yeah. And I'm a fully qualified charity accountant. Even now, be like, oh, it's oh. my business. Like, huh. yeah. And I'm a second accountant and people who other businesses pay yeah. to run their business. So, like, oh. you know, I suppose... I love this saying, and it's one I always go back to. Do you know, like, if a bird sits on a branch, a bird never sits there worrying is the branch going to break underneath them and they mm-hmm. fall and die. Yeah. A bird trusts in its ability to fly. Oh, I love that. So everything in life, so life is the branch. You can break it any minute. Yes. And all you can do is, a pr- and it's not fair, and it's cruel sometimes, and some people have it worse than others. Mm-hmm. Some people are blessed more than others. That is just fact you know and wherever you stand on that you need to accept that and then be like right well this is my branch and I am this color bird (laughs) whatever these are what I'm good at these are what I'm bad at and all I can do is you know look after myself and get as strong as I can so when anything happens I won't I won't fall absolutely I love that um so yeah so that kind of um so you know what I did when I was younger I journaled my anger like I'd say if you piss me off Tracy piss me off today like I find that once I got it out first of all I felt better yeah then I wasn't lashing out because a lot of the time you might be excluded sometimes and you feel that really heavily yeah but you also might be excluding other people and not know Mm -hmm. like at that age you can only see life through your own lenses you can't see through other people I think getting out that anger and frustration out of your body at that age reduces the likelihood of you lashing out and then your life just life just goes better yes um and yeah hold your head high don't let them see you cry and then we've talked about it build up your worth and your value um often the time the person bullying you doesn't want you to realize your strengths their biggest fear is that you walk into the school and you realize no i'm going to stand up to you today because bullies are cowards Mm -hmm. that's their biggest fear they don't want you to know your value and worth so yeah if you're being bullied and you want to stop being bullied the best thing you can do is work around your esteem and and everything and you know if you if you don't feel it fake it till you make yeah, it yeah you know what I mean like I oh I didn't I, I can say that now but I can't say that I did I faked it every single time like, yeah I was in that situation um and I think a good way I used to always think of kind of with boys with everything I'd be like Angelina Jolie was like my oh I love dream her woman. yeah and I was like how would Angelina Jolie um what behavior would she accept I mm. remember thinking that like I was like, okay, I feel like shit. I think I'm awful. I think I'm this and that. 
but I, what would Angelina what would Angelina Jolie do I like, love that. do you know what I mean yeah. like, how would she respond yeah uh, so pretend you're someone that's really not. funny I have let's say my alter ego now is Trey Trey and yeah. I'm, I'm Tracy so I'm like okay what <laughs> would Trey Trey do because I am honestly such a calm quiet person in real life yeah and then when it comes to Instagram you know you kind of perk up and you're like hey guys like yeah. you know and you you're just I'm Trey Trey basically yeah but like in real life I'm just so calm I'm chill I'm like a zen yeah. person you know I'm like just chill yeah. cool and it's then you know so I have my two people and I'm kind of like hey I'm Trey Trey for, for a few hours and yeah. then it's like and then I'm Tracy and I'm just chill you know yeah so I love yeah. that just somebody else went over here and he was like oh it's Trey Trey <laughs> yeah like, it was a yeah. I was like stopping yeah <laughs> my alter ego is literally like she's the confident one she's the one who oh, can go that. on Instagram and she can like you know do her thing yeah but at the core of it I'm just such a chill person I'm just like zen you know yeah, it's I'm really funny sure your Beyonce does that Sasha yeah. <laughs> like, I've worked for Beyonce I work for anyone like. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I love that Tracy I do um, I recognise that I'm doing loads of talking now and then oh you're on here just Tracy so I'll just get you to no. this and we'll carry on um, but um, yeah a lot of it is just making yourself very hard to bully mm-hmm. having a lot of resilience having a lot of grit it's very hard to bully somebody who knows their worth it's yeah. very hard to bully someone who stands up for themselves yeah very very hard and see I didn't know that at the time I yeah. just let it happen and I let it come at me and come at me and then it was like I just felt powerless yeah. and I just didn't know where to look or what to do and I think that's when that's throughout secondary school I kind of just stayed quiet and just 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 got through it and then yeah. it was like when I got out at the end it was like you know then yeah. I could stand on my own but same yeah. like that you you stood up to it and you fought back which is what you need to do yeah but listen, like, I wasn't, you know, like, I wasn't perfect. I, 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 there was days I didn't. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to, you know. Obviously. No, but you're right. No, you're right. Own it. You <laughs> did. No, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I'm saying from my perspective, I didn't, and I wish I fucking did. Yeah. But you know what I think about bullying as well? There's all, everyone else in the room is watching. Yeah. So you've won, when you're that age, you've won strong, confident person, right? Yeah. Cause, and the reason they're queen bee or they have so much power is nobody has confidence at that age. Yeah. And when you let someone bully you, what you're showing the other people in the room, all right, so, and someone else who's at a, like, you know, feeling really shite might be like, well, if I, I can do this choice and that makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, yeah, So the yeah. more power you give away, you're also teaching other people to treat you that way to make themselves feel better. Yeah. And they might be bullying you, yeah. but, but you become then the punching bag of the people around mm. you to feel better. So I think it's always important to remember that everything you do, you're also, people, other people are watching, you're teaching everyone how to treat you. Yeah. So do you think, yeah, just to keep in mind. And that's also for like, letting someone slag you off or let someone do whatever mm-hmm. or you know how people how let's say you had a boyfriend and he talked to you poorly in front of his friends yeah you're, he's teaching his friends to talk to you that way too yeah yeah and if you stand up for yourself not to if he's a good person he'll learn not about boyfriends but anyone like but if he's not a great person they won't learn but the people around you say oh Tracy stood up for herself okay I respect that because people respect people who respect themselves yes exactly and people want to be around people who respect themselves so. woo preach it yeah. yeah that was really good um so I think, you know, a lot of this is just learning how you can use this situation to grow and transform into a better, stronger version of yourself. Um, I think a way to avoid getting bullied is also to learning how to identify bullies mm-hmm. in your life, which you've done and you've created your little happy bully or happy bully, <laughs> <laughs> happy circle. Yeah. Like, I think that's a big tip. If you're someone who's not quite feeling strong enough, just learning how to identify bullies and staying away from them. Yeah. It sounds straightforward, but it's a very, it's a very good tip. Do you know kind of a way? Yeah. Um, and also never let this experience turn you into a bully yes 
some people do yeah some people become bullied yeah in life or to their children or mm. they become a teacher and they bully students yeah you know what i mean it's like, again coming back to hurt people hurt people it's like if you're hurt you're gonna yeah you potentially end up hurting others because you were hurt absolutely so go to therapy and deal with your shit deal with your shit yeah and there's and the more you focus on becoming the, think of the person you want to be friends with think of the person who's like i would love to be friends with this person or what yeah. the person you want to be do you want to be the person that everybody loves in the party the like the life and soul mm. the crack or whatever whoever that person is to you yeah try work on being that person and as you get go down that route you will attract those people into mm, your life absolutely those people only want to be friends with other people who are good crack who yeah. are sound who are nice that's so true who are kind yeah so the more you focus on becoming the person you want to be friends with the more you'll find those people yes so yeah love we, that we've covered that and it's like 45 minutes i actually had the whole podcast Stop. so be 40 minutes and we just there's too much to say how there do people make short, short podcasts i, I don't know, know i know it's like, so difficult and we have so much to cover we have so much to cover <laughs> so we yeah. like, people are like sarah and her fucking two parts just everyone like let's <laughs> see okay so we'll move on to the next thing we we're talking about which is um the leave insert the education system mm-hmm. Um, Tracy's going to talk about her situation and um, we're going to talk about you know how you feel the pressure of not getting what you want what you know the pressure from you know the shame around not getting what you want mm-hmm. or how you can use that situation to grow and all that crap so Tracy do you want to share your leaving cert journey with us yeah yes. so I when I got into secondary school again so I am dyslexic and from a very early age I could never grasp like it just learning was so difficult for me like I could never sit still I was always like leg was tapping like looking out the window like I could never just relax when I was yeah. in school so when I got into secondary school I was in Irish and Sarah was in to say like every single test I'd get zero like not even like I couldn't I didn't have a single word of Irish and I don't know how it wasn't picked up on earlier on but when I got into secondary school I was in first year I'd started Spanish and I'd started Irish every single test like I as in to say I couldn't like it just it was impossible for me I just didn't understand it and I was just like couldn't grasp it so one of the teachers was like hey we think you might be dyslexic we're gonna do some tests and I was like okay cool whatever and it came back that I was dyslexic so I was exempt from Irish and Spanish which was a huge help still trying to learn like trying to rote learn was honestly impossible like I couldn't learn things off what I discovered when I was in maybe third year was that I was really good at like practical stuff so I played sport I ended up playing rugby so when I was <gasps> it was so funny when I was 10 I went to my granddad and I was like look I was this little girly girl so petite um mm. little blonde hair like honestly I was like they were like what the heck but I went to my granddad and I was like look I want to play rugby and he was like are you sure I was like yeah mm. and I said I wanted to play for Shannon Rugby Club <gasps> So he brought me to Shannon and I ended up just falling in love with the sport and come, it actually, it saved me so much. Like I can't even explain throughout school. So I was always like, never just looked at myself as like not intelligent, like stupid. Like these things were just ingrained in me, like, because there was no talk about, no one spoke about it. Like, okay, you know, if you're not, if you're not able to rote learn, then that means like, you're just stupid basically. And every single, like I was, I was, I was I was made feel like I was bold like I was always kind of like oh, the the class clown and I, I wasn't I just didn't know how to be in that environment yeah. and I'd always get like kicked out of class because I just wouldn't be listening and like I'd either be talking and like don't speak like how are you like yeah. next to the girl next to me like just chatting away and yeah so that was the whole process with school I, I went to um resource like I always had like 
it, like separate learning classes so yeah. I'd be in my own a lot of the time just like with a one-on-one teacher yeah. but again like it never I could never like grasp but it was just like constant a constant battle of fighting 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 and like getting nowhere yeah. so coming into third year I realized that I was actually good at rugby so I kind of started to focus a lot of my effort on that which kind of kept me afloat and it was like that was my thing yeah. and that's what I became known for like I was known like oh I played rugby and like you know I was good at it and like that was my thing and I was just like girly girl so that was that was fine but then going through school it can't come to so fourth year was obviously fine and then fifth year I just remember it was the worst year of my life oh, like God. I was so it was the first time I'd ever like experienced like actual anxiety and that's I think where my anxiety started was was in secondary school trying to like get through these years and I just remember coming home and like crying in the shower and like I remember my granny at the time like Trace are you okay and like you know you're just hysterically crying being like I can't yeah like I can't actually do this like I just and my mental health started to get really bad like I was down so much and it was just a constant battle like I felt like no matter how hard I tried like and I remember I go in with the mindset being like okay today I'm going to concentrate I'm going to do it today and I just couldn't like my attention span would be gone I wouldn't be able to absorb information and it was just like this constant fight so I ended up being like okay do you know what forget about it I don't give a shit I actually don't give a shit and I just completely stopped and like my my family knew this like from a young age like I they knew like I just it wasn't there There, so there was no pressure from them yeah thank god I was so lucky because I know some of my friends who are dyslexic and their parents would have put a lot of pressure on them and it would have just they would have got so stressed yeah absolutely I was so lucky that my family were just like look let's just get through secondary school because there was a point as well where I was going to drop out and I was so close to dropping out I actually got um I got I got um an opportunity to play rugby in Australia and I was like mom can I please go yeah she was actually so close to letting me because she saw how how just defeated I was yeah. yeah so anyway um that didn't go ahead obviously but I I was like okay let's just fucking get through this so then um oh come yeah so sorry I stopped bringing my my school bag to school like I stopped trying completely just let it go like the teacher was like what the fuck is is going on basically and I just gave up I just didn't even try anymore and that in itself was like a huge relief because it was like okay I know I'm not good at this but I always knew I always knew in the back of my mind no matter what I do I will succeed so I always knew when I get out of here I'm gonna be fine and everyone used to say that to me like teachers used to say it um my close friends used to be like Tracy realistically you're going to be fine like you know and I knew that myself I was like don't know what I did that was the thing and and it was rugby that that gave me that like branch because it was like okay I know I'm good at this and I knew I was kind of like going to do something within sport and like whatever so I was like okay look I'm gonna be totally fine so I stopped trying ended up getting under 100 points I remember the day I went to collect my results I um I went in I had an interview in Brown Thomas I went in fully kitted out like yeah. looking like a little baby doll yeah. went in collected my results I'd say the two principals were like poor thing like here's her I think it was like 64 points I got oh. yeah <laughs> they like yeah. I, I know I know I went in and I was so dolled up and I went in and just head as high as anything like hi yes. they handed me results I was like thanks I went into the car I opened them didn't even bat an eyelid I was like 64 points grand tore up the paper never thought about it again yeah had my interview in Brown Thomas and that was got the got the job so I was working with Thomas that was nice I knew that what it was just yeah. kind of a you know a thing to kind of figure out what I wanted to do absolutely I then when I am um, when I had I think it was a year yeah I took a, one year out I then got into UL through interview 
So my course thankfully offered an interview process instead of points. So you could, Thank you, God. I know, I was so lucky. Like you could get in through po- with points or else you could do an interview. So I remember I did my interview. I was totally fine. Like I was so calm going in. I Because I knew that I like... I know I can I can talk I can talk You're a very basically girl. yeah Listen. so yeah, yeah so I knew my interview I'd be fine and then I had my interview I got in and I did my two years in UL and I got my degree so that was kind of that whole process but I just I just will never forget how hard it was and oh, just going gosh. through those years but once I gave gave into it I was like this isn't my thing yeah it was just such a relief and even yeah. though I walked out with 64 points, I didn't give a shit because I was like, that wasn't for me. Like, you know. Do you know what's so important that you did that? And like, we talked, you, you know, you're talking about me being a strong woman, but all I heard there was a lot of strength and a lot of resilience for you because I had a lot of acceptance as well. Mm-hmm. And like, you use that situation, same with someone being bullied, you could use that situation, I'm going to go find my best friends. You're like, mm-hmm. this is not going to define me. Absolutely yeah. not, I'm being a victim yeah. to this. Do you know what? You could take your points. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be so successful. I'm yeah. gonna make my money. I'm gonna be badass, and yeah. you can go shove it. Like I, and that's what you do. Literally, I remember sitting in one resource class, and my my best friend Evan. He's literally he's still my best friend to this yeah. day. We were sitting there not having a clue what the heck was going on. That's how we became best friends. Was yeah. through resource, and I just remember being sitting next to him and being like, Evan, I don't give a shit about this. I'm gonna be a millionaire one day, and he was just <laughs> like, he was like, he was like, the you know what? The funny thing is, you actually are. And I was like, yeah, I fucking am. And like, you know. I I was just like I just knew I had there was something else and it wasn't going to be the be all and end all yeah yeah and think about how you try to force yourself to make it fit how much time would you have wasted oh my god trying to swim up that waterfall yeah you know you would not you wouldn't have succeeded in life where you have yeah you know what I mean and that's the and I'm not saying obviously don't try in school like it's it is it's it's important but it's like when you know it's just it's this it was the system the system did nothing for me it didn't show any of my strengths what I was good at like it was just rote learning which is my weakest point and that's all it showed for me was my weakest my weakest abilities so I think when it's when when a system is doing that to you you're just kind of like do you want fuck you I'm not actually doing this yeah and because I knew I had strengths in other areas I was like okay I can show that when I leave yeah I can show this now so it was like okay let's just and is this show such a good thing about sport as well? Because I mean, sport sport has all the things it takes to succeed in life: dedication, yeah. sacrifice, commitment, mm-hmm. hard work. If you can be, if you can commit yourself to sport, you can be successful yeah. in life. They're the same attitude, yeah. huge. Being a part of a team. When I go, like I just got a new job, and in PwC, when people were um, were interviewing, that was the most important skill. Yes. There were people who came into PwC. Um, who one was in college and never got offered a job yeah. why because they couldn't do any of those things yeah. do you know what that's I mean that's the thing and I, I knew I wasn't lazy or I knew I didn't have the ability to work my granddad actually used to my granddad is literally my best friend he used to oh, come out really yeah. I love that are they just the best I know. but my granddad used to come out to my school I had a 40 minute break and maybe three times a week I would do laps of the pitch and he'd time me for my rugby so I, I actually ended up playing for Munster in Ireland so I was like do you know what oh my god Trace yeah that's unbelievable yeah I played for Munster for like five years and then like Ireland for two. Oh my god but um yeah so I knew I wasn't lazy I just knew it, it wasn't my thing yeah. so he'd come out I'd do I'd do my fitness I'd fucking run the pitches I'd put on my boots I'd put on my yeah. leggings and I'd go out and my granddad would literally time me and I'd do what were those things where you did oh a 1k have you ever done a 1k test 
Is that where you go to the line and back? And then oh my God, yeah, it was fucking sick. Oh but yeah, he'd come out. Silence. Yes, yeah. he'd come out and we'd do those and I'd just be dying. So I knew it wasn't my ability and I wasn't lazy and it wasn't just me not giving a shit. It was me genuinely not being able to. Yeah. Try to fit like a square peg into a round hole. Literally, didn't you. work. Yeah, yeah. And if there's anyone listening to this now who hasn't, you know, they don't have a sport. They don't, you're, you're very fortunate that you found your thing and you were good at it and you excelled and that's mm-hmm. so too. But if you're, listen to this and you're like okay I can relate like you know if you're in school now it's not going well for you school wise and then you kind of feel bullied or whatever and you haven't found your thing yet I think it's important just put yourself out there like to not take that on board like well I'm shit but I'm yeah. up in life do you know what I mean yeah just find your thing because everyone everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses yeah. do you know what and I mean and you might not think I don't have a thing everyone has a thing everyone has Every, a thing uh, you, you it, it's so even Sarah I, we had this conversation earlier we're still trying to find what our actual thing is mm-hmm. that was my thing then but it's not it my it's it yeah. moves yeah. it does and even now I feel like I'm at a crossroads in life and you're like it's so difficult when you feel lost because I feel lost right now yeah. but when but everyone has it so don't feel Feel like you don't have a thing and you don't have a way out because you absolutely do you just need to take some time to explore what you like yeah. and you know absolutely and if you know if you feel in your gut something isn't for you you just yeah you wake up every day and it's a grind in your teeth you know yes the quicker you can accept it drop it and move on to something yeah. and find your next thing the better the yeah. more time you sit there trying to force it the more time you lose and time is valuable yes and yeah. energy and, and energy you know and yeah all those things yeah so my situation in school was different in the fact that I mean someone if I do say so myself I'm, I'm smart like I'm book smart yeah I'm not a rote lo- learner but okay. I am quite book smart so mine was that school came very easy to me so I learned over time I didn't have to try as hard mm-hmm. I got very lazy and right. so I didn't push myself and I got really bad habits like if there was an essay due tomorrow I'd start it at midnight yeah and I'd bash it out in two hours <laughs> probably three hours I'd, I'd be like going to bed at four o'clock in the morning getting back up at seven for school like I don't wear routine yeah like and I'd probably get an eight or a week do you know wow. what I mean yeah 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 like school came easy to me but that did bite me in the arse because I just didn't try like I didn't give it my best effort mm. um at times and I remember because my routine was so bad my parents had to go to the tutorial seriously yeah I, oh they, my they god they French college in the summer I've I then actually loved that. I went to that by myself. Um, that was the one thing about not doing languages that I actually was dev about. Like oh, everyone be off to Irish college and I'm like, fuck you. Like, do you know, I want to go to Irish yeah, college and I yeah. couldn't go. And I remember one year being like, mom, can I just go like normal? No, it's like Trace, you don't have a word of Irish. And apparently don't you get in trouble if you don't speak yeah, Irish. Like I would have just been like not being able to talk because yeah. as in to say, I, I couldn't say hi in Irish now if you asked me to, like honestly, so, yeah. Like, no, the French college I went to, the, our teachers were French and they, they would kick you out. Like, but anyway, my parents made me go to that and I loved it. I went by my which was really scary at 17 yeah but I made friends and oh, it was cool. um but then I remember taking next to me in the car and they're like um so we have an appointment booked for you tomorrow and I was like what because you have to do like an interview to get into stories like they said we have this book with story like you know just because you know you struggle with your routine basically they're mm. like afraid that like I would just be so lazy or whatever yeah. so anyways it's like I didn't mind I did an interview and I went um it was actually the worst thing for me because you're taking someone from the country, putting them into the city. Oh, I can imagine. And I love making friends. So yeah. all they did was put me in. And like, tutorial is a mix of 
people who want to get 600 points and the yes. people who might go there by the parents because yes. the parents think they're going to fail the leaving cert. Okay. So I was literally put around all the biggest messes. <laughs> all I did for the year was have crack. Yeah. I, like, I would have gotten way more points Seriously? Was, yeah. That's so funny. But, um, I think I paid for a year's worth of study when my mom did in tutorial. Yeah. I went once. Yeah. Once. That's I was tough. like, do you know what? This isn't for me. I'm, yeah. I'm good. No, it's intense. It's yeah. intense. But I loved it. It was one of those years where like it was miserable but also amazing at the yes. same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't push myself. I was someone who's very ambitious. Um, and by the time I copped on, I did a really good leaving cert. So I don't want to, I, I don't want to say, like, I don't, I got, I don't know. I was like, I don't want to say it. Tell us. Bad. Like, Come hey, on. 440 or 450. Wow. Insert, so good. Which is, that's somebody else's, I've worked my fucking arse off. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, everyone's thing is different. Like, but I remember opening my leaves and ball and crying. I Seriously? So <gasps> wow. I was like, is this what, is this like, is good? it wasn't even about, it wasn't even about the points. It was like, this is not my best effort. Yes. It was more the frustration with myself for not doing my best being like, I, it was that frustration of I'm my own worst enemy. Yeah. I am not doing myself justice in the world. I have all these things mm-hmm. I want to do. Yeah. My habits are shite. I'm embarrassed because I could have done way better and I've only myself to blame. Yes. It's a very different situation. It's it, I think those are two common situations that you and me, are, we kind of represent a lot of people. Yeah. One is people who don't cop on are really frustrated with themselves and there's that frustration. And then there's the other people, the frustration of the school system isn't for me. Yes. It's not serving me. And it's telling me that I'm stupid or it's it's just not for me. Mm. That's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's, you know, there's very good people. I think that, I do think that's fair. No, absolutely. One or the other. 100%. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then there are the people who work their arse off. They do amazing. And whatever yeah. your points are for you working your arse off is, yeah. is good. But I think it taught me an important lesson. I was like, right, I'm going to go to college now. Mm. Um, I need to cop on because I'm never going to get where I want to be in life unless I can fix my bad habits and stop being lazy and stop procrastinating and you know, I'm only going to be frustrated my whole life and look back and think, I could have been so much more yes. had I just improved my skills. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, oh, I suppose, what are the takeaway lessons? Takeaway lessons are the leaving cert is not the end. Absolutely. What's the... T- what's the end and end off? Yeah. So we all like, an end <laughs> Yeah. You know <laughs> what we're saying. Yeah. And to, no matter what, like I'm 23 and I'm going back now as a mature student. So no matter what you want to do and if you don't get your course it's not meant to be. Kaylee MUA was on the radio the other day and she was saying I should get accepted into art college or makeup college or something. And she was like, if I did get accepted, I wouldn't be where I am today. So trust that if it doesn't go to plan, it's not going to, it's it's happening for a reason, basically. It's not meant to be. And it's as simple as that. And I think accepting that because it's obviously so disheartening. Yeah. And it can hurt if something doesn't go to plan and you've worked your fucking hours off for it. But trust the process that if it's not, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And just allow that to happen. absolutely and like you know there's people like who oh first of all I actually want to jump in and say one thing if you're the type of person on leaving cert day who asks people how many points they got shame on you don't do that don't do that (laughs) I remember someone asked me I walked into the house party and someone was like how many points you get and I was like 250 and everyone was like Trace because everyone knew like I was not like not (laughs) everyone everyone knew like oh here's Tracy rocking into class like what's she doing here Um, I was just like 250 and I was like oh my god what so good and I was like yeah thanks like you know couldn't (laughs) give a shit but you know I wasn't going to be like I got 64 points again because at the yeah. time it was kind of like oh people it's are going to judge yeah but but I don't think people got the extent of it and looking back now I obviously matured and I'm yeah. where I am now so I, I don't mind saying it but at the time yeah. it was very like Eek. oh my god you know? I don't even want to say I, I, I didn't say my points for ages I didn't want anyone to know I was 
it was like it's like oh that's that's your number then yeah that's, that's your number that's gonna uh, like determine how, how successful, successful you are, are. yeah because there's people who get a lot of points who aren't smart like yeah. i'm sitting now looking at you you're a very intelligent very thank intelligent you. person you are it's obvious thank you you wouldn't be where you are if you if you weren't mm-hmm. right and there's people who get there's people who get six two five and i wouldn't come to them for a bit of advice <laughs> Always, always comes to friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're the last person I would no. And I don't care. They might yeah. get a great course. They may be books, yeah. but they have no life skills. Yeah, at all. yeah. I would and that's it. My child got zero points in leaving search and had all the life skills to succeed. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? But you do need life skills. Like, you do. You it's know. More, I would argue more important. You can always learn something. Yeah. I'll talk my way into anything. Yeah. Give me anything and I will flirt and talk my way yeah. into it. That's about it. That's about it. and how this started yes. or will I'll go I'll just talk about the last few months because I've been extremely lost I guess so wow, okay so just going back the last few months I you could say that I have been so I actually came to Carl a few weeks ago and I was like Carl do you think I'm like I suffer with a bit of bipolar like because yeah. my mood was constantly like I'm always trying to be positive yeah. so it's like okay I my mood was so inconsistent that like I'd be so down to the fact that I have no energy to really function yeah and it just got to a point where it was like I, I'd pull myself out of it and for a few days like right we're in to go be like let's let's fucking do this yeah and again the the energy would drop and it was just like I was constantly do, like find, going this uphill battle yeah I kept booking flights because I was like I need to get out of here and I need to find myself I need to discover myself so I obviously went away for the summer when I went away for the summer that was great but again it didn't take away my anxiety a slight bit of depression you could even say yeah it just it didn't take away what was going on internally so I thought booking all these flights going all these places trying to find myself would you know would help it didn't so I I came to the realization like it was it was internal basically and yeah for the last few months I'd went to the doctor he had prescribed me stuff and it was just like I was trying to constantly just figure out what the fuck was going on in my head because I couldn't keep a consistent mood basically so came to the realization that okay I had this gut feeling I was like there's something else that Mm. that I need to be doing I, I can just feel there's this there's something bigger there's something else but I can't quite put my finger on it so obviously I'm in the fitness industry now and I love it but I'm just like, I, I feel like I need to use my voice for something else. And yeah. I went to two different energy healers and they both said I had a huge block in my throat. Yeah. Which makes so much sense because I always feel like my throat is really tight and like I can't speak my truth, basically. So I was like, okay, oh, hey, that's interesting, but I don't know what my truth is, so I can't actually speak it. Yeah. You know, so I, I knew there was something else and 
I so Gabrielle I was with my friend we were both having lunch and we were having she literally just asked me like do you want to meet up I was like yeah again side from school um we met up and she was like Trace I was venting to her and being like side I'm so lost like I don't know where to turn I feel like no matter where I look I can't find my path and it's like I'm trying to like book flights to Bali I'm trying to go here I'm trying to do this one day I want to get a mortgage it's like I don't I'm constantly trying to look at these options and nothing is sitting right nothing feels like okay this is my calling so it was just extremely frustrating you know when your head is constantly going at 100 miles an hour because it's like where the fuck am I supposed to be what am I supposed to be doing basically oh it's exhausting and that's why my mood was so inconsistent because it was like I couldn't find like a balance it was like oh no I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this and it was just yeah and it was taking so much energy out of me trying to figure it out anyway I was with my friend she was like you should go to a retreat and just take your take some time like just enjoy yourself whatever I was like you know what when I'm in Bali I'm gonna go to a retreat yeah and I'm gonna find myself and it's gonna be amazing I left my friend and literally five minutes later Gabrielle texts and she's like will you come to my retreat in two weeks and I was like oh my god the universe is speaking to me I was like absolutely I'll be there so I didn't really think much of the retreat leading up to it I was like oh yeah I'm going to this retreat did not know what to expect had no clue what the what it was about I'd heard really good things from like let's say your group who had gone yeah so I knew that it was really good I went in open-minded and literally just had no expectations I was like look if I come out of this with some breakthroughs fantastic but I genuinely didn't know what to expect I was like okay let's just go with the flow see what happens Gabriella texted me I'd not looked into it you know I yeah. was like let's just let's just throw myself in at the deep end oh, which yeah. is exactly what I did the first when I went into when nervous I walked I was I, I was, was nervous I was, I was so nervous because oh you just God. don't I was like what it's gonna be I like know. you know I, like we're witches literally I know too <laughs> I was witches. like yeah I was like what is this but yeah. when I went when I walked in and I don't know if you felt this as well but you know when you go around in the circle at the start and you yes. kind of just like say hi and introduce yeah. yourself I started crying <gasps> for the first one yeah. because I could feel the emotion from everyone and yes. how how everyone was just in that space so open and vulnerable yeah can't even yeah explain it. it's like it's the safest space in the world so from yeah. the from the get-go i was like just letting everything out i was like let's just fucking l- like yeah. let everything out so the are open. literally <laughs> that was exactly what i yeah. did so i'd introduce myself i'd done my thing that was fantastic and then the second day i had such a huge breakthrough so I again, I kind of mentioned this briefly on my story, but I'm so self-critical of myself, of yes. things I do. I will always not be good enough. Like I'll be annoying. Like this is how I speak to myself. It's like yeah. you're annoying. You need to stop talking on your stories. Yeah. Your voice is annoying. Like no one understands what you're saying. Like just yes. stop. Like that's kind of my internal dialogue. Well, it was. I'm getting. I'm getting better. But it's just I'll get to a certain point where I can be like, no, you can do this, and then I let's say do something for a week and I'll be like no yeah. it's like that freeze when you're like fuck I need to calm down I know exactly how you feel do you know so <laughs> that was like holy shit so yeah. the second day I remember we were going around and we were chatting and Gabrielle said something and she's like I said something and she, Gabrielle knew she was like no that's not why you're feeling like this and she gave she kind of pointed me in the direction and I was like I'm fucking figuring this out I went upstairs and I was like thinking back thinking back and I was like what, what's going on yeah. I had a huge breakthrough I figured something out and I was like oh my god that makes Down so much sense just fell into place yeah click, and click, I, click, click, literally click. and I yeah. was like and it was almost like okay you don't have to be so self-critical like that just because that situation happened doesn't mean that you're annoying doesn't mean that you're yes. this and it was just like oh oh my god I, yeah and now I like you're I, I can still work on that now but that was like the aha moment where it yeah. was like oh my god I can actually just 
be myself and yes. just you know just you know just yeah. let, let everything go which was fantastic the second day then I had another really big breakthrough and it was just like everything started clicking sorry it was the it was the it was the course basically oh, yeah, yeah. so we were doing the meditation and um Kira was taking the meditation and she was like look okay we want to kind of just guide you guide you through and it was almost like she was like okay in five years time where are you living what is your presence how are you holding yourself and it just started like dropping like that it was almost like I was sitting over Carla's actually building a new house and we were I was sitting in the house I could see the interior as clear as I'd never seen a meditation come through so clearly but it was being in that environment with all those women you could just so powerful the the vibe like you it was electric it was like fucking insane yeah and it was like okay so I was sitting in the room I knew the clothes I was wearing were as clear as day and it was just it was like what what's your career and it was like I didn't even have to think about it I was a sex therapist I was a relationship and sex therapist helping couples uh break down like their walls like figure out because I it we'll get into that in a sec but um just helping couples love each other and yeah have a better relationship exactly and help the environment for love to grow whatever's blocking them yes love each other but want to make it work yeah because it's mostly internal it's probably Absolutely. it's nothing got to do with your partner it's mostly got to do with yourself so I didn't even have to question it I was a sex therapist I was like and I just I started crying with happiness because I was oh. like oh my god and it came through so clear and so it was honestly it was just an outer body experience yeah. and I was so calm and confident I was I was zen I was my actual self I wasn't let's say Trey Trey yeah I was Tracy and I but I was able to hold myself like yeah. I was the kind of person that I could walk into the room not say anything but I'd hold my presence yes. that was the kind Very of powerful yes yeah and that's exactly who I who I know I am but yes. I'm always trying to be like hey ah, like you yeah. know and it was just like, oh my god! And I, I was like, you were doing yourself yes. in that Yes, I was like, this is me. Like, I'm calm. I'm zen. I don't need to be like this over the top person just to be noticed. Let's say. Yes. And yeah, I was a sex therapist. I was doing couples retreats. I was doing like let's say online courses on female pleasure and yes. all of this kind of stuff. So that's kind of where I got this um, <gasps> my new oh. career path. Let's say. Yeah. And Gabrielle, the meditation stopped, and Gabrielle said, "Okay, did anyone get anything from that?" I was the first person. I put up my hand. I never do that. I'm always the one to kind of let people go, and I'll kind of be like, uh, you yeah. know, sneakily put my hand in. I put my hand up straight away, and I was like, "I'm going back to college, and I'm becoming a sex therapist." And I was oh. like, yeah amazing and Gabrielle was like yes oh my god so excited yeah so I'm I've applied for a course in uh it's actually in New York and it's online so I'll be doing like my lectures and stuff online and I'll be doing my course online but I'm hoping to start that in January so that'll be four years and then I'll be doing four years to specialize in couples and relationship therapy eight years do you know eight years go quick six years or six Six years years. like the time I always think with things people like if they're in centers like go back to school one yes. time, time passes anyway. It does. In six years, when we six years older, yeah. you spend six more years doing something you don't like. Yes. Or in six years' time, which is nothing. Exactly. By the way, I just spent the last three years working, and they've flown. flown. I was yeah. your age, and I started working at twenty-six. Are you? Um, yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh my god! Why, how I thought you were my age. Oh my god! Stop! Did you? Yeah, no, I, I did. I'm gonna take that as a comment. That I don't. I'm really... <laughs> No, you don't at all. What the heck? You look like twenty-one. Oh my god, girl! Stop it now. No, you do. I'm already having you on the podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, no, I wait. It's like when you hit 25, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, am I old? Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> anyways, anyways, my point just being is that, yeah, this is amazing. You're going back to college. Right yes. Now. So, like, why do you think you want to go into sex relationships? What made you have this big epiphany moment? What's the driving force okay. behind it? Okay, okay, okay. So, 
I briefly came on my story the other day and I kind of explained this. However, I feel like it could have been slightly interpreted wrong. Right. Um, so what do you do with them? Why are you doing yeah. it? So basically, the, when I went into the retreat, I said this on my story, I had two, I kind of two questions that I wanted answering. I just wanted, there was one question about Carl and there was one question about what my purpose was in life. Like what, what am I, what yeah. am I supposed to do in this life? Like what yes. is my, what is my journey? And um, I suppose when I got back from the retreat, I had came home ecstatic. I was like, yeah. Carl, I oh, figured nice. out my fucking purpose because yeah. he was coming home to me most evenings crying and like oh. comforting me. As in to say, like he's literally has been my rock for the he last. He sounds fabulous. You know, I'm, he I'm honestly is. You Carl need like Carl is just amazing. Yeah. But he'd come home and I'd be like crying, being like, and he'd be like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I genuinely don't know. I'm just sad. Like yeah. that's just the the space I was in." Yeah. And he was always there to come for me. And basically, um, I when I so when I when I said, so I said on my story basically that I had a question about Carl and I had a question about my brother. Sorry, that I, as I yeah. just said, when but you weren't questioning Carl, you and him are obsessed, mad about each other. Yeah. that's your. So yeah, yeah, I came home and I was like, look, I want to tell my story about how I got to where I am, but I want to t- tell it as authentically as possible. And he said, um, he said, Trace, look, tell your story the way you want to tell it, but just I don't feel comfortable with you talking about our sex life. And I was like totally fair yeah. like you know that's his boundary and that yeah. was for me not to cross Absolutely. so I was like totally fine whatever so that's why I said I had a question about curl because I didn't know how to I suppose say oh we have we enjoy sex we different have ways <laughs> me, me and curl have we sex are and yeah have yeah so I've since learned that we I'm an energetic blueprint and yes. curl is a sexual bl- blueprint which basically means I get turned on by touch like breath like little things yeah. like energy basically yes. whereas he is like typical man will visual, get yeah visual literally on. yeah <laughs> so when he's ready to have sex it's like boom let's go and then yeah. I'm like oh Jesus like this yeah. is very like, I need to be warmed up like yeah. loads that's just my blueprint yes. anyway when I was going in it was more I'm such an overthinker so when it wasn't fully connecting when yeah. like let's say during sex I, I'm just saying this I just want to clarify I'm just saying this because I want to take the emphasis it's not that I had a question of about Carl. About Carl. No, you're, you're talking about something very important because let's, anyone listening to this, they're probably mid to late 20s. On, unless you're very religious, we're all having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Full stop, right? We all want to have the best sex possible. We're all learning. Every partner you have, it's a new experience. You have to learn someone's body, especially in your relationship, especially when you want to be in a long-term relationship. Yes. You know, like It's evolving having, together. It's evolving together. Yeah. And I'm, with my, I'm a keen seven years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... And he's the only person I've ever had sex with, wow, actually. Wow, go you, well. girl. <laughs> that's kind of like something that's kind of a taboo, I feel like. I feel like there's not... That's to be... I have another podcast about this. Yeah, yeah. Other yeah. But like, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm the, I'm part of the group of women. I think there's more people out there than we realise that aren't, yes. haven't had a lot of partners because the whole thing now is... Which is amazing, empowering women. But yeah. Anyways, all different stories. But the point of being yeah. is that you need to understand your partner. You need to understand yourself. Yes. You need to understand how your partner can help you have the best experience you exactly. can. And vice versa. And you realize, oh my God, this is an area I'm really interested in. Yeah. And I think actually, do you know, I understand a lot about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to educate myself about it. I think I can have an amazing impact. Yes. And the only reason I brought Carla into that story was because our, my, let's say our struggles with our sex life stemmed it's basically what's it was sort of it basically 
planted the seed yes for what I want my future career and, to be and everyone everyone I know whoever this is we all you have know, our troubles and yeah. our struggles and the good and the bad and the ugly some women are listening to this and have never had an orgasm so. yeah that's the thing and it's just like you know it was that situation so when I was when basically when I said I was sorry probably it probably came across as like I had questions about our relationship which I <laughs> no. absolutely didn't but I just didn't want to say on Instagram yeah. oh we enjoy sex different ways because yeah. I didn't even really know that that at the time it's now yeah. that I'm researching it and it's, and it's like okay yeah. I'm figuring out that we have different ways that we enjoy different things and that's totally fine yes and that is what I'm learning now at the moment and I'm actually doing a course on it at the minute and it's so interesting because I'm figuring out stuff about myself yes figuring out stuff about Carl how to communicate and it's just it's honestly it's just amazing because once you start to look into these things and it's like educate oh. yourself it creates a whole new life and a whole new kind of it just opens up a space for something yes. new and it's like oh my god like and you can just really flourish once you open up that space but basically it was I went in being the anxious overthinker that I am be like how am I gonna like how is our sex life gonna improve like uh, like is, is he not listening to me does he not yeah. know what I want like am yeah. I not like you what know I do yeah and yeah. It, sorry now it's not even like our sex was bad but I am such let's say a sexual you, person you want it to be as good as possible yeah. everybody wants to have yeah. an unbelievable yeah. sex life I'm like 100%. I'm for, for me sex is an energetic connection it's like yes. connecting with someone on a different level it's spiritual whereas yes. I think for a lot of men it's just physical. physical and it's how it feels and whereas for me it wasn't that so that was the void there it was for me yes. I wanted it to be this magical energetic thing and for Carl it was like physical which yes. is totally fine but that was the question I had going into the treat being like okay how am I going to kind of almost make this work like and it's like yeah. you know as a woman it's like oh are we meant to be together yeah because oh, like you know out. it's it's just me being it yeah it's, yeah literally it's like an anxious but we have such a solid relationship where it's like I can say anything to him he can say anything to me we communicate yes. so well he the one thing I love about him so much is he allows me to be he he allows me to be yourself yeah and evolve and yourself and yeah your space without yeah. telling you to change or putting pressure on you exactly you're grow as an individual and yeah. I'm going to support you growing because yeah. I love you and he's looking at me now growing and he can see the change in me and I can feel the change in myself because it's yeah. like I'm coming into myself as a, a powerful woman yes and he's just giving me that space and he's allowing me to do that and we're also communicating on a different level than we have before because it's almost like we're opening up this other space yes. so yeah that was kind of where where I'm at I I think that's just so amazing Tracy and like obviously being in a long-term relationship, actually, so I actually want to bring Keenan on the podcast if you want to talk about it. Yeah. But just just about relationships, I think you just touched on something extremely important. Yeah. That I think a lot of happy relationships and partnerships come from two individual individuals allowing each other to be who we are. They are. Yeah. While supporting each other to grow. Absolutely. There's no way I could be in a relationship with Keen unless he let me be myself one hundred percent. Yes. Good, bad, and ugly, and then also support me to be a better version of myself. Yes. Because if you're too if, you're, if you want to be happy in life, you have to keep growing. You do. That's it. If you want to be happy, yeah. you got to keep growing. Yeah. People want to hear that. you got to keep changing. you, you got to evolve. Growing. got to yeah. evolve. And you have to be with a partner that not only lets you do that, supports you in mm-hmm. doing that. And, yeah. and if you are in that unionship, you have such a better relationship, such yeah. a better connection. And so, and that means sometimes having an uncomfortable conversation. Like, listen, yeah. do you know what? Like, that was a bit shite. Like, I want to do better. Mm. This is what I think you're doing wrong. This is what I think you're doing right. And what it means yeah. is you have to take ego out yeah it. you like, do I want you to be the best partner to me and I want to be the best partner to you so let me tell you yeah because I want you to be better because I want to love you forever because I want to grow up absolutely have. yeah 100% yeah. and that's it it's just like it's gro- it's literally just growing together and I think if he didn't give me the space to do that I would have totally freaked out and been like oh my god what the fuck he yeah. always has that was 
that was the thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, I just appreciate him Why? very much. Come on, Carrie. What a he's great honestly no, like what you don't like person. he's so like he works so hard and yeah. he is so successful and I'm like I want to be like him. Yeah. Like I want to be as fucking successful as he is. Yeah. And he all like he, I just can't. He's just so good. Like oh. he he really is. So yeah, here we are. So that kind of that's what planted the seed for my new career. And then when it came to me, it was just like oh my god I want to help people realize yeah. that they don't it's not that they they don't love each other they don't yeah. they're not connecting it's literally that like you know it just needs to be spoke about like the space yeah. needs to be opened up we it all does. have different ways we enjoy sex we want yes. sex and it's just about communicating that together and even dealing with like your inner child stuff so what I want to do is um somatic sexology which is kind of a mix between like neuroscience and also um what's I said it to you earlier or no um um, spiritual um, um oh you know the, it starts with a h holistic holistic yeah yes so it's like holistic um like embodiment work yes. also mixed with science so i want oh to God, work from so interesting yeah i basically want to work from like a spiritual place when it comes to sex and like in, as it should be yeah that's the thing instead of being like oh maybe try some sex toys or maybe no. you know it's like actually doing the work doing yes. the work on yourself so then when you come together it's like you can just both i would say i if i were to track myself like sex life it has gotten dramatically better in correlation to yes. how I feel about myself literally the more confident the more I've worked on myself the more I've gotten over issues with myself the more I've loved myself the yeah. better my sex life has gotten and listen you have people like Jenny Keane and she's amazing yes and she does. I only started following Jenny at the retreat because yeah the girl's like you need to follow her I was oh. like how am I not following her oh she's I don't her orgasm on her online course like she's really crazy. but like she does that but she definitely is more on this is the how-to, these are the tools, and, yes. and she does she does great work, like dismantling stigmas, dismantling yes. conversations, she's the only, per- one person in Ireland talking about this. That's what I mean. And there's yeah. so much demand in the world for this type of yes. conversation, and it doesn't mean that if you're having this conversation, this doesn't mean that you're going off sleep with loads of people mm. all the time. Yeah. It, you, being, being sexual and is just your state of being a tweet, right? It's yeah. not sharing yourself with everyone. It, it's no, it has no reflection on, um, your sexual history. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And it's very, I, I think it's a huge part of the life that people don't talk about enough and it has a huge impact, like you said, on your relationships. Yeah. A lot of people could have broken up with people because they didn't feel like they were sexually compatible. That's it, yeah. And your self-love and like, it's just everything, mm, really. It really like, is. You, you have good sex life. You're happy. Lads, I'm telling you, it was so funny when I got back from the retreat, I felt so confident and like, so yeah. like, just like, I'm a fucking boss bitch. Yeah. And we had sex and then I literally woke up next morning I sent a picture I was like I fucking love bites off my neck like what are yeah. you doing like I, are, are we 12 like yeah, you know yeah. and it was just like because I was like woo I'm a fucking sexy yeah. bitch and yeah, I nice. you know and it was yeah. just it was funny like so yeah just, oh, just. I love I love it I'm really <laughs> sorry my granddad's gonna be listening to this <laughs> traumatized granddad I'm sorry no like my teeth are actually hurting from smiling because it's, <laughs> it's so important to talk about this it really yeah. is and it's so true it's no, so it it's, is. yeah it's yeah. So yeah, I think just working, you both, you both have to, you're like just working on yourself, yeah. working through your own shit yeah. and then actually embodying that in like a sexual way. But like, but like what I was trying to say for, about this is that like, okay, you have people talking about the sex part, but I feel what you're talking about is kind of like that relationship with yourself, your spirituality, yeah. your mm. presence. And I feel like though, you know, you're focusing on sex and relationship, yeah. there's also a lot of one-to-one therapy there. Yes. Do you know what there I mean? Is, I mean, yeah. individual therapy. Yeah. And that's why I want to do it the route that I'm doing because yes. you can actually do like, let's say six-month courses online to become a somatic, a somatic sexologist. 
but I want to be able to dig too deep. complicated yeah. too important I want to be able to work people one on one and be like okay let's figure this out and yeah. just work through it with them and actually just bring them to a, a next level kind yeah. of like you know yeah. sex life yeah. and yeah so like where it's like actually energetic it's spiritual it's you know oh so, it's yeah. so, and, it's, and you know what the sexiest women are the women who are most in, in, in tune with yes, that yes they the are absolutely the happiness it's so important I think your sexual energy is very important as a woman and express yourself sexually I think mm. there's been a lot of repression in Ireland yeah and all women overall like there was no talk about like yeah it's a, that's a new conversation it is and talk that's why I'm I'm so excited about it yeah, yeah. because it's it, it's not I feel like the industry I'm in at the moment there's so much noise yeah and I, not that I don't like that but it was always like you're kind of comparing yourself and doing this yes. which is not, again my own issue nothing got to do with anyone else but I just want to be the voice for something that's up and coming and like also like, I'm going to share something so embarrassing like I was in first year of college before I knew what a kit was really. <laughs> I guess it was so embarrassing like, I knew it was there somewhere yeah. I didn't know it was outside the body yeah. like that I was this is so embarrassing. I know. I was just turned 19, like. Yeah, but that's the thing, like, like, and we just still, we still don't know. And I feel like so many people haven't even scratched the surface no. on what can we, what we can do sexually as like yeah. beings, like how we can actually feel. Yeah. And the connection we yeah. can have, how much deeply you yeah. can love someone. How vulnerable, it's like, it, I think it comes down to how vulnerable, vulnerable you can be with a person yes. and how much you can, you can just get so deep with, a, with yeah. another person. And that's why I'm like, I, I literally love Carl so much and I know yeah. there's so much love so much more love there that we can yeah. uncover just by doing these things together yeah, just keep digging down. you know and I think that's what is really gonna that's what that's what's gonna make a relationship last yeah. is always having that excitement there's with sex there's so much to explore yes. that you're never gonna get bored there's so much there that we're like oh my god I'd never do that yeah but it's like what, what, why wouldn't you you know yeah. it's like exploring these things you may not like it you may be like oh my god and don't want to do that yeah. again but when you try these things together and you keep going deeper and exploring new things yeah. you're that's what's going to build a such a solid connection absolutely and i think it's very you i i it's, you know it's such a vulnerable vulnerable thing to do you're completely letting your in it's really enjoy sex or to really get into it you're really letting your inhibitions go yes you're completely whatever sound you make whatever your yeah. body does whatever like and happens, that's happens. it and that you have to first of all have a really strong trust bond with someone mm-hmm. you have a really strong trust bond if you love someone you know they have your best it'd be very hard to do this you wouldn't be able to do this in to- you if you're in a toxic relationship you will never know what it's like to have exactly. the best sex in your life because yeah. you can never trust that person yes. the way you need to yeah somewhere in your mind you'll know yeah so if you have found yourself and you're like this is a great fella and i love him and you just know yeah then you that's day one of an amazing journey yes. into self-discovery yeah. discover each other and like a whole nother world mm-hmm. listen I'm talking like I'm already the side no I'm, 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 I'm on that journey like I just feel yeah. the same way about it and I feel mm. the same way with Keen and I'm just yeah. like you know I'm just it's it's sex supposed to be fun it's supposed to be enjoyable exactly and like sometimes you might you know you might have a lot sometimes you might and sometimes you might feel yeah sick, you're gonna go through phases and flows, but the point is that whenever you do have quality over quantity yes yes absolutely over like, yeah just Quick. doing it and rolling over yeah. and happy or whatever yeah. like and not every time is going to be exactly or whatever but it's about the commitment yeah. and about the caring and exactly like and like every relationship other. has its ups and downs like you're going yes. to go through phases where you're like i fucking hate you yeah. you know and i think that's totally fine even the last few days few weeks it's like 
because I've opened up that space I feel like I'm back in the honeymoon phase again yeah you know where I'm literally obsessed with you kind yeah. of thing you know and it's because I've opened up that conversation we've opened yeah. that up together and Carol is open-minded to it as well and you're accepted and yeah you're seen and you're loved and for this yes whole of you. yeah and I'm also it's so funny the course I'm doing I'm learning how to speak to him so yes. it's like I was going to him be like are you not listening this is what I want and he's he's trying to give me what I want yeah. but he doesn't fully understand it yeah. and it's like I've been coming I'm like you're not doing this for me yeah. and it's like he's then be like Jesus like feels judged yeah. yeah and then that's creating a wall between us yes. because I was coming at him being like but I'm asking you to do this for me and you're not but he he was but just not in the way that I was yeah. you well, know he thought you weren't worth yes to, like, exactly yeah. and then that creates resentment and it builds up and it builds yes. up and it's just like then that's the mind basically that was the mindset I went into the retreat with being like where I need answers like how am I going to fix this you know like and I was like what the fuck and then it was just came to me like you're going to be a sex therapist and then I started researching it and there's so much like so much it's an empty it's it's a bottomless bucket literally basically so yeah yeah. Yeah. that's all like I'm just so and like obviously I followed you so I I could I've seen some of your frustration but I just remember when you came on stories and you were talking about um and obviously we were the women's group together so I knew about your frustration and stuff like um you know for a few months but I just saw the light in your eyes like, yeah there was just a different energy yeah I so relate to you and you're like you're bopping over the place like that's exactly yeah like, yeah 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 I'm like one minute you're doing this one minute you're going to do this I next know. you're going to move to America then you're moving to London then you're whatever but you yeah. need to know what you want like so yeah that was it I was trying to book flights because I need to find myself basically I need yeah. to find out what I was on this earth to do and then I just went to the treat and I found it and now I feel a lot more now it it opened up a can of worms because now I'm like do I study here do I study here do I do this what course I want to do so you know where you want to be in 10 years time exactly and that gives you it's a it's like a breath you can relax yes you know where you want to be in 10 years time that's the hard point that's yeah exactly now you just gotta pick which path to that point exactly so one thing I would say is I have realized that everything I, I feel everything in my body so it's like if I know something's not right I'm just I'm going Trust with it. it yeah you have a very strong intuition like even with your leaving start yeah everything that's gone in your life you have obviously mm. a very strong intuition yeah. and you're obviously very good as well at following your gut yeah you don't really betray yourself mm. the minute something feels wrong you're like right this is wrong exactly and sit with it and I know that can be frustrating probably for more <laughs> for the people around you as well as you yeah. like she's doing this now she's here I'm having a quarter it's that yes. like you don't like to do things that you know aren't good for you yes so then you gotta find and you will keep hopping around till you hop on I probably next. look like I'm like all over the place being like what is going on but it's literally because I'm just trying you're to figure going, it out you're not gonna settle in your life yeah you could easy now with your business and everything you could settle yeah be like oh well listen this is like being successful yeah. this is growing or whatever but you're also that person like I want the most out of my yes. life I want to be yeah. the best person have I want to be 19 and be like, do you know what? I did fucking everything. Exactly. I like no wrong with yeah. And the minute you've gotten to one point, you're like, mm, no, pivot. Yeah. I think that's an amazing trait to have, which oh. means you're constantly going to challenge yourself and grow and not Thank settle you. in your life. Oh, that's so, so nice. I think that's great. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, just a fresh eyes way to Thanks, look at it. Thanks, you know? No, I really, I do like that because it's like, when you're in it, it's very overwhelming sometimes yes. because you're like, can I just not fucking relax for a second? Yeah. But then it's like, no, we're, we're, we're doing this for a reason, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no, it's okay. And even like, I know we've touched on it now, but we'll, we'll finish up. Actually, do you know what? I have questions. I better, I better look at them. I have like, we're going to start finishing up now, but I have a couple of questions we can touch on. And then I have a couple of questions from people on Instagram. Okay. So one is, what have you learned from getting a big following on Instagram and starting to live your life more publicly? 
Um, I have learned that it doesn't matter how matter how follow how many followers you have, if you're constantly chasing a number, it's not gonna make you happy. Like yeah. I was at a stage I was like, when I get to ten K I'm gonna be so happy and I was like, Ooh, twenty K Yeah. And I think you're it's never gonna make you happy. So again you have to look inward and see what is actually going to make you happy and not to focus on numbers or anything like that and I suppose living my life publicly publicly it's it's very vulnerable it's yeah. it's so scary but it's absolutely worth it I think I am happy if I feel like I'm making change yes. and I think that's where a lot of my blocks showed up was yeah. because if I feel like I'm not making a change or else even just helping someone get or through something yourself. exactly then I don't feel aligned yes. and I feel most aligned when I feel like I'm helping people I'm relating to people I'm yes. speaking my truth so I think it's definitely very scary but it's absolutely worth it like I when you say that I actually feel I'm the same the exact same as what you're feeling mm. there as well I so I so relate to that yeah. and it's funny because I asked Sinead I've asked Sinead that too and she's like I'd never take it back she's like all the hate I'd never take it back it's yeah. worth it because look at all the positive things that have happened to you besides success but like all the people that have come into your life that might not have that's come into it them, like we never would have we would have probably been, like, yeah. well, like you know but like it is yeah. when you woke yourself up like and whenever I like whenever people found out that you were gonna be one of my guests, they'd be like, Oh, I love her. Aww. I love Tracy. Like that's the only compliment. I love she's that. such a star. Like she's fabulous. Oh. Because you've let people see you, like it's scary, yeah. but then yeah. you kinda let people like you and let people love yeah. you. So that's lovely. Aww. Um what are the turning points that made you who you are today? Either negative. So there might be negative things that have happened that you've turned into a positive. But what are the things you look back and be like, that is the point, it could have gone X. Mm-hmm. But I took that in my stride and... Okay. Definitely when I finished school. That yeah. was a huge, a huge, I suppose, at the time it was so hard. I can't yeah. even explain the pain. But that was definitely my point to be like, okay, let's just fucking... Do, what do I want to do? And let's do it. Yeah. That was definitely one. Um, I think... I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can pinpoint moments as such. But as you said, I'm always... I'm so resilient in what I want to do. And I know if my gut feeling is telling me no we, we need to go in a different direction I'm gonna listen to it yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna cry I'm gonna be down I agree I'm gonna scream yeah. whatever you gotta do and I'm just gonna and it's so fucking shit when you're like what is going on like what is going on that's literally the only thing you can you can yeah. say is like what's going on in yeah. life like why is this happening but I think once once you listen to your gut and your intuition and you just keep moving forward yes is is what it was that the question is what is what got me to yeah. where I am basically yeah so basically when you reach a point in your life where things are going where you don't you don't give up yeah. you roll over you like yeah. what, no I'm gonna I'm, I'm getting through this I'm finding this I, yeah um, I always find an answer no matter what it is I'll always find yeah. something and I'll look for the positive in a situation and as well I'm always even if it's with someone else I'll put myself in their situation and be like okay hey, yeah what's going on here yeah and I'll always look at it from both perspectives I'll yes. never just t- take my own opinion and be like this is my opinion this is what's right yes just be open and look at it that's probably off topic but look at things from no, people's perspective absolutely and it's understand compassion yeah like you have to the, the, I think a lot of issues are going around or what happens is when people do not have the ability to put themselves into yes. other people's shoes and be like what is your life like yeah. who are your parents like why do you think the way you yeah. think that happened and mm-hmm. very important I think for bettering ourselves and then understanding other Absolutely. people yeah. um, touching on that I remember because I've been lost for a few months as well figuring out what I want to do but I think a question that helped me was not what do I want to do, it's who do I want to be. Yes. And when I changed that, and I used to be like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Who do I want to be? And I think when you rephrase that question, who do you want to be in 5, 10, 15 years? Mm-hmm. If you're feeling lost right now, I think. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, because even when you say that, I know 
who I want to be and I'm I can actually feel myself growing into that woman yeah. now and it's scary because oh, you're like oh, that woman yeah. is so far away but yeah. you just little steps each day and just start showing up for yourself yeah. and you will get there absolutely absolutely okay I go into the questions from other people um one is moving to Barcelona in January and I'm terrified I know Tracy lived there for a while any tips um okay so Barcelona tips Barcelona is absolutely beautiful stunning I would say to just be open-minded and just there's like friendship apps you can get where you can it's it's actually Bumble BFF I remember my first night in Barcelona I was I was scrolling Bumble BFF yeah so just meet new people um I remember second night I went to a girl's house we had dinner I'm still friends with all of those girls on Instagram it was really nice so just be open-minded enjoy it don't be scared it's such a beautiful city it's very um the vibes in Barcelona are really good it's like everyone is cool everyone is hip everyone's just on a good vibe yeah everyone's just happy living their best life so just enjoy it don't be scared and just jump right in and enjoy it um it's so funny you talk about that because my sister's in America and she used that app to find friends for a while really I remember I was sitting in my apartment being like oh my god I need to find friends and I was on Bumble BFF scrolling being like hey girl and I you know like it's so so good it was I was like oh my god this is bizarre but you know what um like so I recently went on a date but like with a girl so we like friendly on Instagram (laughs) And like, do you know what's hard when you're older to make friends it and is. stuff? Yeah. And basically we always been like kind of supportive of each other. It's like, listen, like, do you ever want to get a coffee? Oh. I don't know if you're gonna drink I know who you're talking about. She's my <laughs> friend too. <laughs> <laughs> but um but anyways, and she was and I was like, Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's so cute. So, oh my god, we had such a fabulous lunch and everything. Aww. But it was just like that's kind of what you have to do, you know, to put yeah. yourself out there. Just, but it was, I was delighted. Oh my god, I was like, Oh my god, yeah. delighted she did it, was so happy. Yeah, I think when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, that's when you grow yeah so just like just jump right in don't yeah. just Slide say just say <laughs> yes you know just say yeah. yes to stuff and say go yes for it yeah um so i have one last question from someone and they're kind of talking it's back to the pt stuff which is your bread and butter <laughs> but it's just talking about bulking and progressive overload so can you give like a quick yeah so I suppose with um bulking and progressive overload essentially what it is so let's say for example you with progressive overload let's start off um this is increasing your weight gradually over a period of time and essentially so when we're training essentially what is happening we're we're breaking down the muscle fibers so you're tearing the muscle fibers and when they rebuild they rebuild bigger so essentially what progressive overload does is let's say if you're lifting a certain weight for a period of time your muscle is going to get used to that weight so you want to keep challenging the muscle by increasing increasing the weight so you don't plateau basically and then when it comes to nutrition so protein is what recovers the muscle so when the the muscle is broken down protein is what we consume to repair the muscle so we need to be consuming a certain amount of calories and a certain amount of protein to repair the muscle so let's say we're progressive overloading um, you need to be consuming more energy than your body is burning. So for example, if you burn 2000 calories a day, if you want to build muscle, you're going to be, you're going to need to be in a surplus. So you're going to need to be consuming 2200 calories. So you need to be consuming essentially more energy than is going out. So your body can recover and repair from the exercise that you're doing. So that's just a brief, I suppose. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, exactly. But what that, is. This person's question, they kind of touch on a lot, but Tracy has unreal content. You have lots. You've been YouTube. Thank you've you. on TikTok. You've Instagram. You've videos. So I hope that answers your question. But if you have more, like Tracy's page is fantastic. TWT training Tracy um, is fantastic for information. So if we've not covered everything you asked, pop over there. <laughs> Give it a follow over there, and your questions will Thanks, be asked. Thanks, girl. 
Um, it's just hard to say everyone. That's that's yeah. How is this like three hours long? Oh, it's like it's like one hour and forty eight minutes. Oh. I swear to God, for everyone listening, I promised to myself this would just be forty minutes, but like can't help it. This woman, I just want to pick her brain oh, all night. Like that's so the toughest funny. thing about having like people you really want to talk. I know about. it's like a million and one questions. I know, I know. But um, right, so lads, we're gonna finish it up there. A huge thank you to Tracy no for coming on the podcast. Girl. I'm delighted to have Thanks you. Thanks for having me. And yeah, we hope that people have come away feeling a bit better, learning a few bits and pieces, and we hope you have a lovely day. Woo! Bye, guys. <laughs>